This is Emmanuel El Punisher Rivera, and you're listening to Southern Fried Philosophy. On this episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, we've got some good parenting, bad parenting, some hot topics, and we discuss CBD oil with our special guest, Matthew Dunuser. All that and more on this episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's two guys take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, and you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting from the Busted Knuckles studio right here in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. I'll be your host, Biggin, and how about you? We've got a great show lined up for you, as always, but before we begin, let me introduce you to the second half of this flaky biscuit. That's right, I am talking about the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, but most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue one, 2016's Honorable Mention Speaker of the House, the inventor of the Redneck Egg Roll. Give it up on old mic number one, it's Mojo! What's up, everybody? What's up, player? We appreciate you tuning in, as always. You can find us on the social medias at Southern Fry Philosophy on the Facebooks. You can go to our Twitter and Instagram at SFP Radio. You can also go to our YouTube at youtube.com forward slash SFP Radio. Uh, catch us at Spotify now, Google, mm-hmm. Google Play, Google iTunes. Play. Uh, who else? Uh, we've got iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Soon to be Pandora. Yeah. So you can work on that. Yeah, just go to those any of those uh, um, podcast aggregates that you choose to listen from. Uh, give us a subscribe, a like, a heart, whatever you know you got to <laughs> do to make that happen. It, listen, if you don't know how to listen to our show, then how are you listening to the show right now? That's well, the question. It could have been one of those like random, uh, random podcast pickup type things. Right. But anyway, we appreciate you tuning in. If it's for 10 seconds or the whole show, we appreciate it. As always, we have some new listeners all over the globe. But most importantly, we appreciate each and every one of you guys that continuously tune in every week and consistently. What's up, yeah. Tori? <laughs> Shout but, out. But anyway, yeah, if you go to the, or like iTunes especially and give us mm-hmm. a review, um, that really, we really appreciate you if you do that. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, speaking of new, new users, uh, Fort White, Florida, uh, Ladson, South Carolina. Do you know where that's at? I Ladson. do this towards Charleston. How about you? Bellevue, Illinois, and Hacienda Heights, California. Hacienda. Hacienda. Also want to say, check out our uh, Southern Fried Philosophy uh, uh, webpage, southernfriedphilosophy.com. Click on the Patreon link. There you can help support the show. Guys, we, we do this because we love it. Uh, the more people that we have that can help support the show, whether it be a dollar a month, a dollar a week, a dollar a second. That's fine. Whatever you decide you want to pick, uh, just help support the show. That way we can keep continuing to bring you some free content instead of being like those other jacktards that um, make you pay for the last the old paywall. 40 episodes. Yeah, we, we have plans for this year to expand free. to doing some mobile events, yeah. uh, covering more mobile stuff. So that would be kind of cool. Need some help, y'all. Absolutely. We're asking for the SFP family. Step up. Help us out. Let us keep moving on and doing some really cool stuff this year. And so, if you need if you need us to give you something, we'll come up with some coffee mugs or something like that to give to the pay, to certain Patreon levels. I have no problem doing that. Hey, I ain't got no problem with that. I'll you know I'll show up at your door, That's right. give you a cuddle or something. We will donate sixty nine <laughs> cent a month to a, a homeless shelter, a pet homeless shelter, in your in your name, just for something. you, yeah, just whatever. Like um, so yeah, I'm gonna ask you like I ask you every week, Mojo, how you be doing? 
My only grief at the beginning of this week, Mm. what burns my biscuits, is I-77. Oh, buddy. I have to travel this highway quite frequently. How? Granted, it's only a stretch of maybe 12 miles, but that 12 miles will... You go through the highs and lows of emotions. You go through the highs of, <laughs> wow, I actually made it into the, the lane without hitting someone. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm stuck here. You're just, you know, listening to death metal type hatred. Mm-hmm. You know, you also have the people who just do not know how to drive. But anyway, sure. besides all that, 77 has been undergoing construction since, I think, 1922. 1922. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> so, it, it, in this widening project, for those who don't live here, this widening project is kind of, I wouldn't say a first for the state, but it's pretty close to being probably the first or maybe second in the state where an outside company um, from an outside state, actually, from Texas, has come mm-hmm. and said, hey, we'll, we will widen the road, um, but we want the inner lanes to be toll roads, which mm-hmm. I have no problem for. People want to pay for quicker access. That's sure. It is what it is. Free market. So no, no tax dollars have been allegedly spent uh, doing this road. But it was supposed to be delivered, I think, the end of December. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, the the government's been closed for, what, 2,000 days? I mean, we're like yeah. – we're like 3,000 days past the time it was supposed to be delivered. I mean, it's, it's just crazy. And I, I personally won't pay for a toll just because I you know, I have no problem sitting in an extra five minutes worth of traffic. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of people yeah. that will. So I, I just want 77 to be open. Yeah. Not having to worry about They've had needless to- dump trucks that pull out when you're – Actually, get moving a little bit, and a, de- a needless dump truck pulls out to slow the, the lane yeah. traffic. Yeah, I mean so. it's it, it's been it's been a handle. Like it, you know, it slows down the traffic because right. of all the the construction. And it does. It's not just hey, we're widening and making middle lanes. It's just screwing up the other lanes that they've already have. But so yeah, that's, absolutely. That's and then of course, you know, some of their uh, some of their employees that drive dump trucks with the dump truck dump actually up and then crashing into signs and bridges and creating more debris and stuff like that. It's, of course, adds to the fun of 77. But yeah, it, it is generally a parking lot every day. Yeah. I just want I just wanted to be open. Yeah. And of course, I mean, Charlotte and the surrounding cities, Concord, Matthews, things like that, everywhere is under construction. So mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter where you travel now here in this Charlotte metro area. It is just a boondoggle. It would be the, I guess, the FCC word that we can right. use. We can use that one. It is just so massively heartbreaking that we don't have it open by now. We were all hoping for January. So anyway, that's my long spill on that. So we've done about 86 episodes at this point. Right. I would, I would guess out of the, how you be Durans about half of those are you griping on traffic? Traffic's horrible. And here's the thing. (laughs) I drive, I drive to Atlanta to pick bikes up for our dealership. Uh, right before you get into Atlanta, um, you're, you'll be in the middle of the country, and all of a sudden, this this uh, uh, lane expansion has happened. Same principle, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. inner toll lanes, et cetera, et cetera. They almost have it complete, and they started in a lot less time. So I just don't yeah. know what the, the foot dragging is. Well, let me also give you some insight, and we go back to our friend Sketch from Houston. Mm. We moved down – and when we moved down in, in Houston, north of Houston, Texas was trying to expand uh, whatever that whatever the interstate is. I can't right. remember what it is. I-10 probably? I don't, I don't know. 35, it, was, it was going 10. up and down, yeah. so I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> you know, they have different numbers go east and west. Right. Or, you I, think know, it's, I think it's 35. Up and down is odds and 
side to side evens. Okay. Something like that, right? Like that's new to I, me, but that makes I-75, sense. I seventy five, so that's an odd number. It goes up and down. Okay. So all of the if you if you have an interstate that goes as even, it goes up and down, and then you know, odd. Odd goes up and down, even goes left and right. I like that theory. I like that. I ten ten right. goes up and down. No wait. No, I ten goes I-10 across. I ten goes east and west. Yeah, horizontal. Seventy five goes up and down. Mm-hmm. So how about it? There you go. Check that out. I learned something today. How about it? Anyway, so we moved there. We were there for five years, and I'll be honest with you. We thought construction was going to happen within a year or two. Mm-hmm. It took all five years for that that job to be done. Wow. So, buddy, if you think that's going to be done anytime soon, I'm just going to let you know now it ain't. Well, they're getting ready to expand the, the road in front of our shop. It's mm. a 10-year project. Hey, buddy. I'm gonna, How much I'm, you want to bet that 10 years goes way past 10 years? Your your daughter will be out of college. I'm talking about the youngest one. Yeah. Will be out of college yeah. by the time that's done. No doubt. Yeah. So, so how you be doing? Good luck. Uh, I'm good. We had uh, my cousin come down to visit. Nice. From? Um, from Louisville. Okay. Now, let me just say it right. Louisville. That's, <laughs> you can. It's not Louisville. Louisville can be accepted, but Louisville, uh, absolutely how, not. How, that's how, not happening. How would someone mistake that? Unless yeah. you're from St. Louis. Yeah. That, that, that's probably some of it. But, um, yeah, her and her, they say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you uh, came down to, to visit and hang out with us for a few days. So that was good. I am going on day 87 of having, like, people around me. Mm-hmm. And the introvert part of me is exhausted. Yeah, I bet. We had uh, family dinner last night, and I'm just like, I'm having zero of it. <laughs> no family <laughs> none of it but i am excited i've talked extensively of my love of uk basketball and football mm-hmm. uh we won the the bowl game and now we finally pulled one out of georgia nice. so we, we won that last night so i was excited about I that, saw that. Game. actually blew them away yeah we crushed them so mm-hmm. we're looking actually pretty good yeah, so my good. my hopes are starting to rebound there for our basketball team because it's a little touch and go there for a minute oh so. yeah it- well, we we lost a squeaker the other night, Ooh, so yeah, yeah, it was. I wasn't going to bring it up, but it was kind of it was kind of embarrassing. But yeah, uh, we uh, instead of playing up to the team, we we played down to their level because you know there's teams out there that you'll get like a number one rated and you'll get a team that's unseated and you play yeah. down to their level. That's exactly what we did. Sure, you did. And of course, we had two people that you know we had one guy sick. Mm. Uh, he came in who, the, like R.J. Barrett. Oh. Uh, he, he was sick the whole game. He actually came in like the last minute, I think, oh, wow. just to try to help out. Mm. Um, yeah, he should have came in a little bit earlier. <laughs> As a fan, you want to see that. And then yeah. Trey Jones, our, our yeah. PG, he took a massive shoulder hit. Um, How long is he out for? I don't know yet. Uh, last last news I checked, I, I haven't heard yet. So. Mm. I'll be. I don't want any kid to get hurt. I want yeah. it to be fair and equal, and as much as that happens. So I don't think that it's it's you know who do you get? You got Virginia coming up um, this Saturday. Yeah, it's so gonna be a big game. That'll be a very big game. I don't. You know, I want it to be fair and equal. And you wouldn't never want any kids. Oh, to get hurt, absolutely. So, yeah. You know, some some of my fan base is like, yay, but guys, no, that's, come but wishing now. evil on to. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's a kids. game. These, no, it's just it's a game and it's kids. Yeah, they're they're human beings. I wouldn't. I mean, no. I don't care if you're if the opposing team the guy breaks a leg. I mean, some people root that on. Mm-hmm. That's so sickening. Yeah, you know, I, I and I I probably have been guilty of it in the past. Like, oh yeah, the QB's <laughs> out yeah. now, but. Yeah, you, don't, you definitely don't want that person to suffer. I mean, yeah, yeah you, you you want to win the game. Sure. And you're thankful that you win the game, usually when that star player goes out. But, right. I mean, to wish harm on yeah. that person, just, I don't know, do savage. You, do you remember the NCAA tournament where the 
the Louisville player like mm, snapped. Like, oh yeah, that that's one of those videos you watch once and that's it. Up yeah, you don't do the constant. Like yeah. Ugh. yeah. Um, one thing I thought we it would be fun to bring to the show is the Southern Fried Word of the Week. Ooh, there you go. So I'm gonna tell you the word. And see if you know what it is. Hopefully you do. All right. The Southern Fried Word of the Week is tall. T-A-W-L. Tall. Uh, like, I don't like it at all. There you go. All right. Yeah, you yeah. got to use it in the sentence. The context is like, I don't want any. It's at all. Yeah. Is, it would be the phrase. I don't want any pickle juice tall. Yeah. That means at all. Yeah. Yep. All, all right. right. Good job. Congratulations. All right, so well, my um, grandmother used to say that all, <laughs> yeah, all the time. So. I picked that up watching again the reruns of Andy Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we are going to go into some wacky news brought to you by Webmerize. If you want a clean, crisp website, check out our friends at webmerize.com. That's webmerize.com. All right, um, we're going to have an episode of Good Parenting, Bad Parenting. Mm. Uh, Mojo, I don't know if you've ever kind of dealt with any of this. A father of a 19-year-old teenager, she called 911 after he took away her cell phone. (laughs) South Euclid, easy for me to say, police officers' body cameras captured the officer's lesson as the teen girl called about her cell phone. Um, She says, quote, my father took my property, which is an $800 phone that doesn't belong to him. He didn't buy it, said the 16-year-old girl to the dispatcher. Um, the cops, they said they were, they weren't very busy at the time. Otherwise mm-hmm. this would have taken the back seat. All right. They went to the house and saw it as a teaching opportunity. Uh, she said, I want her phone or want my phone. Then the, the officer said, listen, um, juvenile girl, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, you live here. So everything that is in this house belongs to your parents. Right. And so the dad, uh, said that it's a right, it's a privilege, not a right for Mm -hmm. you to own the phone. The cop sided with the parent and the parent still did not give back the phone. He says this quote, when her attitude changes, I might give her back her phone. Mm -hmm. And he, and the the officer asked, you know, why are you, you know, holding the phone hostage? And he said, because there's so many hidden apps and little ways that they can hide and cover up what they're doing on those phones, it's ridiculous. He wanted to be able to look and see what his his daughter's doing to monitor all the things that he's doing. I mean, to me, that's a good dad right yeah. there. I, I would I would think so. It goes out to show that just this generation, and I struggle with this with my daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to I have to constantly remind her um, that she's entitled to nothing. <laughs> right, um, you have to. The fruits of my labor and the money that I earn from those fruits of my labor is my money. Sure, and. If her and her mother and or her mother and I pool our money together, it is our money. Mm-hmm. It is not your money. Right. So I have to keep constantly stressing that when she mm-hmm. wants something new or this or that. Did you earn it? Not that my love is contingent on her earning it. She has my sure. love, but and she gets what she needs, but mm-hmm. she doesn't necessarily get what she wants. And I think a lot of times this generation it feels entitled to so much that they don't that sure. they don't have they don't need or have or need to have i guess yeah. you say yeah no i agree yeah. um 
Well, I would probably have taken a step further, especially if, if I'd like to. I mean, we we only have context right here for the thing. Sure. But I would have probably if it if I would have purchased the phone, which is mostly how it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have probably taken a drill and drilled right through the phone Ooh, a couple snap. times and be like, "Well, here's your phone back." But obviously, if I didn't technically own it because of like maybe her mother or stepmother or something like that, maybe right whatever you know, bought the phone, yeah, yeah. So we yeah. just don't have the context for that. Let me ask this question: What would your uh, parent do if you called nine one one on them? For, my say, parents, yeah, my parents would be the ever living sn- <laughs> loving snot out of me, man. Right. I mean, right. you, we had the belt, we had sure. a switch. I mean, yeah. we had several things. My if my mom nine one one on your parents, and of course back back then, you know, in the eighties, the cops would have probably watched and applauded too. Yeah. You know, yeah. there, there was no uh, this Uber. In nanny state of the police where or DSS and mm-hmm. and CPS things like that where if you did that you you know the parents would be in, in handcuffs right. but you know yeah, my parents would have wore me out yeah I'll say this um, I probably would have gotten the phone back but it would have taken like a doctor to retrieve it <laughs> <laughs> probably would have been happening on my good end. point good, good point. gracious I mean y'all kids these days well, yeah. Uh, here's an example of bad parenting out of uh, good old Lexington, Kentucky. A Kentucky woman charged with drunken driving told police she did it to teach her son a lesson. News outlets report a 48-year-old, I'm not even going to try to say the name, was arrested Sunday uh, on endangering the welfare of a minor. She, her arrest citation said she told police, quote, I drank a bunch of beer and drove 150 miles an hour. It's unclear on what lesson she was trying to impart to her kid. He said several times he tried to get out. Um, but listen, her blood alcohol content was 0.161, twice the legal limit. Hey, buddy. Yeah, that's 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 not just buzz. That's Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's going into the drunk yeah. hangover category there. What do you think that kid did, had to do for her to try to teach him that lesson? I don't know. It sounds like this mom may have been off a rocker already. Sure. Yeah, so, no, I would agree with that. Yeah, who maybe wiped his Cheeto fingers on the couch? I mean, yeah. I have no clue. I mean, <laughs> I, I I could not imagine taking my kid out and putting her in harm's way like that to teach her a lesson. I mean, so I don't right. know. I think his mom might be a, a few short. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> I tell you what, if you don't take that trash out one more time, yeah. I'm going to drink a bunch of beer and we're going to get in a car. We're going to go high speed crashing. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, Good no wreck happened. No wreck happened. Yeah. Everything was okay. Yeah. Things seemed to turn out all right. So, <sighs> yeah. y'all. But the good thing is she's mama. got DWI, so she ain't going to be driving. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she might have to have an ankle, a little uh, ankle bracelet for, uh, courtesy of the county or state. So. Yeah. And how about she's probably not going to see that kid for <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Good gracious. All right, y'all. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to have some hot topics. And we have Matthew uh, Dunn user. And we're going to talk about CBD oil. Something we thought might be a little bit interesting, a little bit different on the yeah, show. Yeah, it's all in, the, all in the news right now. So Yeah. All right. So we're going to be back. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Words cannot describe how awesome Robert and his team at Webmerized are. 
In our time of need, Robert came through for us and devoted more time than expected to help our organization develop our new website. It truly is a blessing to have an individual that can speak to the average person not in the IT world in a manner that can easily be understood. The process of working with his team was painless, and I look forward to working with them for future projects. Our website is spectacular, and I'm really proud of what was developed by Webmerized. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Don't take Stella H's word for it and also Southern Fried Philosophies, but go out to webmerize.com, W-E-B-M-E-R-I-Z-E-D, or check out the sponsors link on our website. And if you mention the word biggin in your order, you'll get 10% off. Check them out at webmerized.com for your web services needs. All right, we are back. This is the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. I'll be your host, Biggin, and how about you? Uh, we've got Mojo. Welcome back. Yeah. Good break. Yeah. What do we do? Sat here and looked at each other, <laughs> stargazing in each other's Lovingly eyes. Lovingly into each other's eyes. <laughs> All right, so we are going to some hot topics. Talk about a tough day. We have C- CNN legal analyst, or analyst, uh, easy for me to say, right? <laughs> Ariva Martin. She's got an XM radio station, and she was interviewing uh, David Webb. And on this segment, she says, "Quote." Uh, while she was interviewing, that's a whole another long conversation about white privilege. The things that you have the privilege of doing that people of color don't have the privilege of. Uh, Martin said. Um, and then, and then she said that to the, the guy, David Webb, that she was interviewing and he said, how do I have white privilege? She responded, David, by virtue of being a white man, you have white privilege. Uh, David Martin then came back to say, I'm actually black. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about not doing your research. Right. Good gracious. Right. Uh, he said, I, I hate to break it to you, but, um, you should have done better prep. I'm black. Uh, she said, oh, my, that's embarrassing. And she said she was given wrong information. Yeah, yeah, from, she, her, know, research, her crack her, research team. Her crack team. research team. Yeah. <laughs> Good gracious. I mean, you talk about stepping into it. Uh, uh, yeah, hey, I, I don't even feel bad for her. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. Do, you, do you your homework. And also, maybe she'll think twice about labeling people before she actually talks to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know how I, what side of the fence I come down on this whole privilege thing. So. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Interesting, man. Yeah. I, and uh, she and she has a CNN show. Yeah. So, so that that's awesome. Be yeah. I think the only thing more awkward, do you remember that interview when uh, I think Hollywood Insider or whatever was um, interviewing, let me make sure I get this right, Samuel L. Jackson, and the reporter was asking him about playing in The Matrix and it was Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> that probably was like oh, yeah, something yeah. similar to that. Yeah. Oh, actually, that, I mean, there's been all kinds of gaps. I actually CNN, I think it's CNN or MSNBC interviewed Andrew Dice Clay a few years ago. Now, for those who don't know Andrew Dice Clay, the Clay Man, Dice, yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't have a filter on his language. So they invite him on a live TV show <laughs> right. and make him mad. And then what does he do? He proceeds to drop 15 expletives and then rips off the mic and throws it. And of course they look, 
they look astonished that <laughs> someone would do that. I mean, yeah. you get what you ask for. Yeah. So, yeah, at least at least uh, David Webb had some character to contain himself. He could have actually fished a little bit longer and drunk her a little further down the hole. Sure. Uh, but he he cut, he cut her he cut her loose a little bit. In fact, let me let me go ahead and play. This is not that one. This is the Samuel L. Jackson one because it's just so funny. I like this. Uh, I, I tell you what, you working for Marvel, the Super Bowl commercial. Did you get a lot of reaction to that Super Bowl commercial? What Super Bowl commercial? My mistake. I, you see know what? what? See, you're, you're as crazy as the people on Twitter. Right. I'm not Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> <laughs> that's my fault. I know. That was my fault. Uh, my mistake. You know what? We don't all look alike. We're all black and famous. You are guilty. I am, I, I am guilty. Um, I am busted. I am guilty. He thought you were Bob Dylan. Right. You're the entertainment reporter. I know. entertainment reporter for this station. And you don't know the difference between. I know. My, my mistake. Uh, my mistake. I apologize. Uh, really, my big mistake. Let's talk about. That must be uh, a very short line for your job. Uh, oh, <laughs> he's just gonna pour it into him. I would not be hard to get another person to sit right here. Let's talk about Robocop. Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> really? He goes on my, for four more minutes my about how God. how bad that was. I mean, he just keeps tripping him over and over again. And my secondhand embarrassment, I could not. Watch the rest of that. Right, that's why yeah. I, I cut it because I saw, I saw you squirming Ugh. over there in your seat with your your second hand embarrassment. I mean, the guy deserved every inch of it. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but oh, you talk about interviews go bad. Mm. All right. Um, speaking of, what about this bird box challenge? Uh, there was a teenager that was driving a car, decides they want to do the bird box challenge, puts the the hat over the eyes. And runs the wrong way into the street. We talked about this last week on the Bird Box Challenge. Y'all. Everyone is not Ricky Bobby and can steer a car <laughs> down the highway blindfolded. Y'all, you've got to stop yeah, this. this. These kids, man, these challenges, like, how about like a good challenge? Like, bring up your score challenge. or Bring up your grade yeah, challenge. Uh, go clean a park challenge do your <laughs> right. chore challenge those those are like challenges that you know you don't want to do see if you can do them what if we do a fake profile only to try to start challenges that are positive yeah it, that fake profile will probably have one follower that'll be probably <laughs> right. me or you so oh uh, all right so here's another topic california prohibits gender-based auto insurance um the gender non-discrimination act um an automobile insurance rating regulation. Good Lord, that's, that's the a lot thing of stuff. They, it went into January first. That says that the um, you cannot base auto insurance rates on your gender. Uh, California Insurance Commissioner Dave Jones says that this is to ensure that auto insurance rates are based on the factors within the driver's control, rather than personal characteristics over which the drivers have no control. Uh, the new bill mandates that uh, that they cannot ask if you're a male or female on your insurance, mm -hmm. uh, you know, whatever you use to fill out, you know, like the little questionnaire uh, based on your pricing anymore. So how about Maybe it? they should stop doing credit checks for insurance because, you know, insurance rates are based off credit, too. Oh, yeah. Maybe they should stop doing that because That's some people point. don't have the privilege of having good credit due to past mistakes. Now, you know, I can see. 
part of the virtue in this because mm-hmm. you're putting people into categories. That, uh, and you know, that I'll agree with. Yeah. Yep. Because, you know, it, let's just say statistically, 51% of all accidents are created or women are created, women create or are involved in auto accidents. That, that's a fictional number I just threw up. <laughs> I was and about to say, versus I don't know 40, if that's accurate. Versus 49% of men who don't. I'm, I'm just, once again, I'm not, right. I'm just making a number up. Sure. So, the insurance company being a private company mm-hmm. should be able to set their rates based off of, okay, well you are a female or male. This is your rate based off sure. statistics. Okay. So uh, there's nothing wrong with a private organization that's using private funds to pay for, pr- to mm-hmm. pay for accidents and this and that to, to, you know, have a statistical score. I mean, yeah. you, you, when you go buy life insurance, they're going to see you're a white male, the age of such and such, you know, mm-hmm. you're a smoker, and they're going to base your life insurance off of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's other categories out there that do that. So yeah. I can see that. Like, you know, women live longer than men because we do, men do stupid things. Sure. So I, I see why an insurance should have the leverage to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, it shouldn't be based, shouldn't be based off of so many criteria. There should be a baseline or whatever, but I, I think this is California's attempt to, start moving a little more towards the left where they have already right now with uh, genderless applications for certain things or, um, you know, but where's the category of someone who's born a biological female or biological male that has transitioned over into a male or female? How does that go? You know, with, I'd be out of curiosity how that, how how that happens. I think that's the whole point is they don't have to answer those questions and go that route. I'll say I'll say this for guys. Hey, buddy, that might be a good thing for you because guys are generally have to pay way more insurance mm. than. But I guess that'll make everybody's insurance maybe go up a little bit more. I don't know. I don't know. California just makes so many stupid mistakes: banning <laughs> straws, banning this. You can't have x amount of ounces of soda in a cup. I mean, y'all. When when does it? When does the nanny state stop in California? Yeah, but hey. You can go out and smoke all the weed you want now. Yeah. So that's a good thing, so I guess. That. I don't know. The next one is Nike has uh, their own self-lacing basketball shoe. They're announcing this. It's called the Nike Adapt BB. It's a basketball shoe that laces itself. Hmm. Remember, like, from Back to the Future, how you right, had the, right. the automatic ones? These are, are very similar to it. It connects to an app on your phone. You take the phone out and then tie your shoe that way. There's like a mechanical gear in there that pumps air into it. Hmm. Then when you want to loosen them out, you take the They only weigh 17 pounds of shoes. (laughs) The the shoe is priced at $350. Would you you buy that shoe? No, no. (laughs) Number one, I would probably have an app malfunction and like my foot be strangled and I have to cut (laughs) the shoe off, you know? No, I, I... Now, I will spend... 300 bucks on a pair of boots mm-hmm. that I'll wear for the next 10 years. Cause sure. I have, I mean, this, I'm getting old. I have a pair of riding boots I've had since I was six or 17 years old. So, oh, wow. so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've had them resold. So I, I make an investment in quality mm-hmm. product, but Nike, the style will be out of fad in two weeks. Keep in mind, it's got some lights on it that you can change the color. Hey, sweet. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Does it have rollers on it? So you can roll, no. roller scoot. You have to charge them. <laughs> four hours that's one other thing it had to be plugged into the charger right now. that's another thing um i don't know it doesn't do anything other than light up and then uh lace up lace up 
Hmm. They do have plans on releasing some firmware that will like connect to your phone and then you can use it for tracking for like working out and running and GPS and all that kind of stuff. And then they'll sell the data to a government collector. Sure, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. See exactly where you're running at. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, y'all. I like the shoes I have now, my tennis Mm -hmm. shoes or running shoes, whatever you want to call them. I don't run, but uh, my wife works for Adidas. So shout out for Adidas because I need their stock to go up right now for her retirement. But no, um, there's really no point even having laces. They're kind of like a sock that you put, you know, you just basically pull over your foot. (laughs) Right. So you don't have to worry about the tongue creeping down in your. Your foot, you yeah. know, you don't have to worry about laces getting all tangled up or, or constantly bending over. I mean, basically, they just slide on like a sock. I kind of enjoy that. Yeah. Kind of getting older, it kind of brings me back to the old Velcro shoes. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. they're just easy to slip on and they kind of con- con- uh, uh, contour to your foot. So yeah. I'm, I'm all about that. This big boy is hard on shoes, so I'm not going to spend. I, I have a, a fear of spending more than $60 on a pair of shoes because they ain't going to last too long. And I always have to wait for them to go on sale. So <laughs> yeah. $28, I'm like, I'm in. But anything above that, I'm like, mm, I got to think gotta about You got to get my it. wife to hook you up. Yeah. Well, you said Adidas comes in uh, wide sizes, and I didn't know that. So yeah. I'm going to have to got to hook you up. Yeah, you got to find out about that. Me and New Balance have been been friends for a long Besties. time. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to have some New Balance. Yeah. yeah. I'm not that style though. I, I can never get in Jordan or like Jordans yeah. because they're always so narrow and I've got a wide foot. Yeah, I, I can never get into Jordans because of my pocketbook. Right. That was the other, yeah. <laughs> or my parents were like, nah, we'll get yeah. you, we'll get you the fake Jordans and you can draw a little, little jump man on the back of it. <laughs> the only thing that I got that was a cool shoe was the Reebok pumps. I did have that and I think I wore them maybe six times and then I think my mom beat me with them because mm. I didn't wear them after that. So Wow. All right, so you had a story you wanted to talk about? Yeah, this is obviously a little more serious than what we've been talking about. So anyway, uh, our uh, our government uh, released a uh, new report. Uh, let's see, uh, the Journal uh, Journal of American Medicine Associates uh, released a new study, a retrospective study, um, and it says opioid deaths uh, has quite increased, tripled over the past twenty years. Yeah, so. Opioid is um, it comes in different classifications. You have mm-hmm. pharmaceutical opioids, which is things that are prescribed by doctors, which can be a problem because you know for for years we've had pill mills, as they call them, in yeah. Florida, West Virginia, some other states. You just had doctors over prescribing um, for acute pain symptoms and things like that. And then also you have the classification of opioids that come in like heroin, mm-hmm. and you have different types of quality of heroin and things like that, which is there's no good quality of heroin, right but anyway, so, um, I, I kind of, this article kind of really just kind of twerked me a little bit because, mm. um, it keeps talking about they, number one in the study it was a very limited study. I, I don't disagree. I think there's a lot of opioid deaths, but they didn't deviate from pharmaceutical opioids mm. versus off the street, illegal opioids. So gotcha. um, I think that study is kind of tarnished. Mm-hmm. You know, that'd be like saying X amount of people die from chemotherapy a year, but they don't track it down to the exact chemotherapy. You know, it it's, is, is there pharmaceutical chemotherapy? <laughs> well, it's all pharmaceutical. I hope, <laughs> right, I right. hope it is. I'm sure there's probably some shaman medicine man sure. out there that has like a, you know, ethes type of herbs and mushrooms and, you know, do this. Yeah. yeah. And gotcha. it's probably a hundred percent guaranteed you'll die then. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I don't like the study. And also, there's so many factors into opioids, opioid addiction, opioid crisis, opioid epidemic, whatever you can call. Yeah. And the average person would look at 
opioids all, all in this one class. And, and of course people, I don't think a lot of people understand. I think one in three people right now in this, in a, it has, a, has a pain medicine prescription in this country. Wow. It's a lot for real. Yeah. Like, is that a real statistic? It's, uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's up there. It's like one in three, one in four. Last time I, I looked, someone has had a pain medicine hmm. um, prescription in the past three years or something like that. Wow. So the lot, a lot of these pills have been handed out and, um, the, this opioid was when it came, first came to market, um, it was promised to be non-addictive by these pharmaceutical companies. It. So, uh, and it was a breakthrough, a huge breakthrough. People that have been living with chronic pain, mm-hmm. um, for so long and also acute pain from surgeries and things like that sure. now had this breakthrough, um, with this drug that you basically f- did what it did, felt no pain from it. Yeah. Um, but the problem was these studies that these pharmaceutical companies came up with that showed that it was not addictive was not exactly accurate. They skewed their numbers quite a bit. Imagine that. Well, I mean, you look at, you know, when our parents were kids and mm-hmm. the, the studies going out there were saying cigarettes are good for you. Oh, yeah. You know, like that. that well, it was sense. also, luckily, they banned a, you know, banned a certain uh, prenatal drug that they were giving women that were basically uh, causing babies to be born without limbs and or, luckily or luckily, gave the baby cancer. And yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, so basically this, these drugs came to market with, uh, with incentives for doctors to write them. Mm-hmm. So that, that did create a, a falsified epidemic at the time because uh, opioids are addictive, mm-hmm. you know, and, and their addiction levels are so different between individuals. Some people have a, have, uh, you know, zero to moderate addiction to it that where they have an easy time of coming off of it. A lot of people don't, and yeah. they become extremely dependent. Um, when they don't have that prescription uh, due to they don't need it anymore yeah. or doctor sees that maybe they need to go to a different method, they will seek alternatives out there. Yeah. You know, they'll either seek the pharmaceutical off the street, which is highly expensive, or they will go to cheaper methods, which is through heroin. So yeah. um, our epidemic is an epidemic, but it's not to the, to the tune that how we're being sold to the media. And I think this thing comes twofold. Number mm-hmm. one, they're trying to actually demonize people who actually get some relief from chronic pain through uh, an opioid prescription. Now that I'm not saying they're not addicted. I think they are addicted because I have been there myself coming off of multiple surgeries. You do feel that compulsion that you, you know, you're counting your pills, you're, constantly thinking, okay, I got to make it to this date. I can't overtake. So I understand mm-hmm. that addiction component to it also. Gotcha. Um, those are the ones who maybe people have started out with recreational where they actually bought the stuff off the streets or whatever. Um, they are two types of different addicts, you know, and we, the, unfortunately th- through science yet right now, we do not have a better, uh, we do not have a better method than opioids, any class of opioid drugs to help manage pain. Mm-hmm. So until we come up with something that's a little better, you know, there may be people out there that still need their prescriptions. Yeah, sure. Um, the FDA has been cracking down uh, dramatically on doctors who write those, you know, imprisoning some of them, hmm. uh, fining a lot of them, closing uh, facilities. I mean, there's a lot wow. of things, which is also forcing the secondary black market. I hope I'm not boring you. No, no, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. So, you know, th- this this crisis has been manufactured in a lot of ways, hmm. you know, manufactured by a lot of these these uh, drug companies, uh, the, F- the FDA putting, you know, sanctions on certain pr- 
practices and things like that. Some of it I understand because you don't want doctors out there writing. I mean, there's a doctor in West Virginia who wrote enough pills for every 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 person <laughs> yeah. in this country to have at least sixty pills in their pocket at any given time. So that, that's yeah. that's pretty pretty gnarly. And that guy need, definitely needs to have his license stripped away and probably spend some jail time for for basically you know perpetuating this yeah. this epidemic. But you know, um, recently we've become we've become involved with with addicts and it's a whole deep dark you know pit that you dive into especially with opioid or heroin addiction and you know we ha- we only have one way to treat this basically and it's through arrest and you know they are these people committing a crime absolutely by purchasing illicit, illicit drugs right. illegal drugs but um you don't treat the addiction through throwing them in, throwing them in jail. Now there right. may be some people that listen to this disagree with me, but, and that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion, but I've been on the street level here. Mm-hmm. And also the system that we have for detox and also yeah. rehab is broken. I mean, you, you go to detox for five days, you get out, you may have a facility to go to, or you may not, you know, so then you have lapse time. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's, it's just a perpetual ending loop of failure. And we, we, as a society, we can talk about great things like improving school lunches or building that newer school or this or that. But we have a whole generation right now that may not be around due due to addiction. Yeah. And it's just, it it breaks my heart. So, so if, if I'm understanding what you're saying on the study that you were talking about, you're saying that the, the deaths and the, the death toll that's, that's talking about in that article is is le- you're thinking is less than what that that article is actually saying? Well, to Ill- illegal illegal uh, opioids, because I think right now they're tr- they're looping pharmaceutical opioids, mm-hmm. and just like how you have certain deaths, you yeah. know, you could have a person like, let's say, sixty people die a day in car accidents. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, that's wow. You you think it'd be like wow, cars are actually dangerous. Well, all right, well, how many of them were uh, self inflicted? You have do do people have people that right. commit suicide by vehicle? You have people that maybe have a heart attack or diabetes, mm. a diabetes heart attack. I mean, how many? You got to kind of separate these things sure. out. And I don't think they do the justice with the numbers. They try to loop everything all together in one gotcha. shot, just like guns. Yeah, you, yeah. Have, you have X amount of deaths by guns every mm. year. Well, how many were suicide? How many were murder? How many were this and that? Right. We we, we try to for politics and politicizing, right. and <laughs> we have a tendency to to loop numbers together and i hate that because especially with this I, I think it's just it's terrible to to loop all these numbers together because you don't do the justice for the people who are victims of chronic pain botched surgeries you know chronic illnesses diseases that they may never recover from so they're going to be terminal with this and then also you're looping them in with people that are recreational yeah and then you also people that are addiction uh addicts to something like this that you know and and also just going another tangent with addiction we don't look actually we look at addiction there's a usually a mental health component sure, yeah. that we don't look at with addiction well we don't want to talk about mental health because that you know is nothing we can control you know no and especially for the state of north carolina if you look at our, our mental health grade we yeah. actually get an f yeah i mean there you can't go any lower you're right there's no f minus by the way our mental our the way we treat our our construction of roads actually Gets a better grade than uh, and than our mental health, yeah. in, especially in the state of North Carolina, which I love. The state, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to call it home. I don't know why we're broke all the time, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I can tell you why, but but I think we could do a lot better job with yeah. treating instead of just treating the, the the symptom of you know all these superficial symptoms like okay they're a drug addict to this drug. Yeah. We never treat the underlying sure. problem, and you know if we are truly this you know culture that want to help everyone, mm. we'd actually look at the cause of addiction versus the the just the symptom of it. Yeah, we're all. All, all facing our demons and we all want to be numb, whether that be through opioids or if that be through alcohol or eating or whatever. Porn addiction, Porn, gambling. Yeah. I mean, we can list infidelity. We can list, yeah. them all, list them all. Over and over again. And we're just, we're, we're trying to find something to, to give us some fill and, you know, we'll do whatever it takes to numb yeah. the pain. And, and I think, yeah, and exactly. And that's what, it, exactly. I'm glad you said that. It is exactly what it is. It is pain management. Mm-hmm. It is managing that pain in your soul, your spirit, in, in your neuro synapses in your brain of trauma yeah. uh, or something you're running away from. And you're trying to numb that for a minute. And yeah. I don't think people realize that. Yeah. I mean, I had, I had someone, um, you know, a lot of people uh, with addiction can be uh, diagnosed with PTSD. Hmm. And usually the response is, well, you didn't serve in a war or hmm. you, you know, you don't have shell shock. You don't have to be in a war zone or a war conflict. It's trauma. You, yeah. Trauma yeah. is not, just one size fits all. It's not that perfect hat that you get from lids at the mall right. that fits everybody. It is something that is indicative yeah. to the individual who experiences it. Yeah. I mean, not not to brag, but I've been through a lot of trauma in my sure, life, yeah. and I'm still on my two feet. And there's people that may have less that can't stand. I, yeah. I don't judge them because they can't ha- handle the same level of pain or trauma that I've been through in my life. Yeah. It's just their individual walk. Yeah. And until we understand that, and, and that goes back to the California Interesting. We try to loop all these people in categories when they yeah. don't. You got to look at the individual. Yeah. Speaking about pain management, I don't know how my wife does it. She'll have a headache, uh, a abscess tooth, a broken finger, and like, I don't know, like a, a scar on her leg. And she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I don't feel anything." I like have a sniffle, and I'm like, "I'm out. I can't handle any pain. I am such the biggest put. It's ridiculous." So. Well, that's all right. You know, actually, <laughs> women, you know, women are stronger women than men. Women are stronger than men. Yeah. I, th- I mean, they got a higher pain tolerance. Absolutely. I couldn't imagine a birth, birthing a child out of my Mm-mm. body canal. I mean, I couldn't do that. Could you imagine if guys had to deal with their their monthly thing every month? Mm. Good gosh, we would quit. Well, at least we'd have an excuse to being mad all the time, like my wife. But what is, what is our excuse now when we're mad all the time? <laughs> Good point. Touche. <laughs> uh, just a, a bit of being a devil's advocate. I mean, wouldn't farm, big pharma want to split that out to say these are these are the pharmacy opioid issue versus the non-pharmacy because they're getting a bad rap on this. Absolutely. And your conspiracy theory, uh, not you, just conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. of big pharma hand in government, Muppet puppet thing, Mm -hmm. uh, would want to separate those two out. Do you think that it's a point where the populace is starting to turn on big pharma because of that? And the opioid, I can't, I don't know why I can't say that. The opioid, the opioid, <laughs> opioid crisis yeah. that, that that potentially we could just be like we're 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 trying to flip the script on pills. I don't know. See, you know, I that's a good question, and yeah. I, I don't have an answer for that because it, um, it was kind yeah, of no, no, no. I mean, a, a you can look at point. you know we there's probably so many fingers of this, like you know, with big, you know, for example, big tobacco jumping mm-hmm. into um, the the cannabis market now. Mm-hmm. Marble just bought up one of the largest companies mm. that's on the forefront of uh, possibly dispensing marijuana. So 
maybe they're hedging their bets. Maybe big pharma's hedging their bets with with some of these other mm. marijuana companies to, yeah. to get on that because it's gonna be a, it's gonna be the green rush, the yeah. new gold rush they call sure. it. Um, yeah, big pharma has taken a hit with this opioid thing, but I guarantee they probably have a backup plan. Sure. To once this starts getting banned or whatever, eventually, yeah. or it gets to the point where, um, I don't agree. I understand some of the the political theater for it, mm. but. Once again, they're not taking the individual, and they're also right. looking at numbers. And yeah. you think you would think Big Pharma would do their own studies mm-hmm. to where they could figure out how many people actually have actually died from opioid. And here's a, here'd be an interesting fact. You know, if someone was on an oxycodone or an oxycontin or hydromorphone or whatever, you know, these class of opioid drugs out there, how many people actually had could have had it in their system while they you know while they were drinking a twelve pack? Yeah, you know, so it may have been an a contributor, but wasn't the sole contributor yeah. to it. It'd be yeah. interesting to see that or how many people had opioid in, in their system and all of a sudden their wife smothered them in the middle of the night because they forgot <laughs> to put their sleep apnea machine on. Sure. I mean, would that be contributing to opioid death? I mean, that would be an ambient relief. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. But you, you would think that the opioid or the yeah. uh, big pharma would probably want those numbers. I'd be yeah. interested to see what the response would be yeah. from that. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. All right, so uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have Matthew Dunuser. We're actually going to talk about CBD oil yeah. and how that can maybe be the new a possible a possible alternative to that, but also yeah. just that and the legislation that legislature. <laughs> you got me talking to us now. Let, let's be clear: we have not been taking any opioids <laughs> or CBD yeah. or CBD or anything. We're drinking, yeah, just a pack of you know forty. Chick-fil-A count. That's right. No, um, it'd be interesting to talk what's happening with the law and stuff like this, too. Yeah, so. no doubt. All right, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, Matthew Dunuser from uh, American Shaman, Shaman Yep, uh, talking about some CBD oil. All right, we'll be back. You're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast on the line with us, we have uh, well, uh, Mojo. Why don't you go ahead? And yeah, actually, um, we have uh, Matthew Dan User from uh, Fill My Basket. We had on uh, probably fifty episodes ago. I think <laughs> maybe sixty. I don't yeah. even remember at this time. Um, it's a uh, nonprofit who specializes in uh, helping people out at just random people at, at grocery stores and mm-hmm. blesses them with. Obviously, the groceries they have in their car, uh, their uh, cart. Also, we have Emmanuel Rivera from. He is a professional MMA fighter. Uh, my personal bouncer when I win the lottery. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, when are you going to collect that one point five billion dollars? Because we're still waiting on that. <laughs> they're one. still they're still looking for me. I'm, right. I, I, you know what? I'm trying. I'm I'm really trying to play. In, I'm playing hard to get. <laughs> So. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll probably be the one to run off with the money. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so welcome to the show, guys. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. So we're just a little context. We, these guys have opened up a shop in Oklahoma City uh, called the American Shaman. They're a CBD oil um, 
and also product uh, shop. And we, we're going to talk about CBD, a little bit about their business, um, the body, the the future of what CBD and also uh, some other politics here in uh, what's happening in America. So thanks for coming on the show, guys. And uh, tell us about yourselves. Well, thanks again for having us. Uh, and again, this is Matthew Denuser. Uh, with Fill My Basket. Uh, and again, Emmanuel Rivera, uh, he, he and I are business partners. Uh, we own American Shaman CBD, uh, in Oklahoma City in the village. We have one of the only CBD drive-thrus in the United States. So a lot of our customers, uh, that are, uh, handicapped or, uh, just have a lot of children or just, you know, in a hurry. Uh, will utilize that drive-through and get their CBD products. Mm, but nice. uh, basically, what what had happened? Uh, my brother is the owner of 135flagworks.com, and that is a veteran-owned company that does woodwork for veterans, flags, uh, custom work. He's he does amazing work. Certainly check that out. It's 135flagworks.com. Uh, he came to me. He told me what CBD was doing for him. He had po- post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, and he was miserable on several medications, sleeping about an hour every night, waking up in hot sweats. Uh, they had a special bank account for when he went to Walmart in case he freaked out on somebody. Uh, he was struggling really bad, wanted to end his life, uh, but he found CBD oil. Uh, and, and when I say CBD oil, specifically the water soluble that American Shaman that we have the patent on, uh, nobody else has this what we have. Uh, everybody else has an oil tincture, and we'll get into all that. But he explained to me uh, what this water soluble has done for him, uh, and and uh, just how he's felt on just 30 days of taking it, uh, and how he slept for seven hours. He couldn't believe it. He's not feeling the same way. He's just happier, more energy. Uh, he can go into Walmart without freaking out on people. And then a week later, my business partner Emmanuel Rivera came to me and said, "Hey." I've been seeing this and, uh, you know, uh, this and that. And, you know, I think we should consider opening up a CBD store. I told him my brother's story and, and, and then the rest is history, but that's the reason why we started it. Um, but it's truly helping so many people get off of pain pills that a, it, it's helping them a little, they can feel a little relief, but it's causing other symptoms and, and side effects and they're taking other pills for those side effects and mm-hmm. when they're trying this CBD it's treating their entire system um, you know hitting the receptor in their body that it's needing first and 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 just helping their entire system better regulate and so uh, it, it's truly amazing the stories that we hear from these customers on how it's actually helping uh, and I think I'm going to let e, uh, Emmanuel kind of break down exactly what CBD is for you guys. And this is Emmanuel, guys. Thank you again. Um, and just to let people out there know that CBD is not marijuana. It's yeah. not non-psychoactive. Uh, you know, THC is the component that actually gets you high. It hits a different receptor than CBD. So THC, high levels of THC are in marijuana. Uh, very low levels of THC are in CBD. Uh, so, or are in hemp. Hemp comes from, or CBD comes from hemp. So I, I don't want to get too confusing here, but again, no. it doesn't get you high. Yeah. I uh, so I think that's really important, especially with our, our listeners and our audience. Like guys, we're, this is not the, the marijuana, you know, it's not the old left-handed cigarette that we're talking about. You know, this is something that's, that's legitimately not going to get you high. So I think that's, that's important. That's exactly right. Yep. What, what we want maybe the viewers to understand is, 
the cannabis plant and hemp are pretty much the same plant. But when they test it for THC, if it has less than 0.03% THC, it's considered hemp. If they test it and it has above 0.03% THC, it's considered cannabis. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, excuse me. Both of them have been demonized to a mm-hmm. point yeah. where no one understands what the truth is. I mean, you know, marijuana has had such a bad rap since the 30s. It, it was prescribed by doctors, uh, you know, in the early 20th century. You know, hemp was grown for medicinal, but also grown for, I mean, making rope. We were known for the best rope in the whole world. So, I mean, uh, we, there's just unfortunately been a huge demonizing uh, uh, mass marketing plan that has just ran the stuff into the ground. So I'm, I'm grateful that pioneers like you guys are taking, putting a, a flag in the, in the sand saying, here, here we go. We're here to treat people. Come at us. Yeah. There's a lot of people that, uh, you know, come and, and tell us their story. And, uh, you know, we obviously advise talking to your doctor first, but the, the, the only thing is that talking to your doctor, the doctor might not know about the endocannabinoid system. So you you might get more information from a store, from a CBD store rather than a doctor. But again, talk to them, make them, uh, let them do their research. Uh, and this stuff, a lot of people are getting off their medications. Uh, they're coming in and telling us that they, they have stopped taking their medication for anxiety or uh, medication for PTSD or other things uh, and, and replacing it. So, and, and it's just a great thing because it's all natural. It's non-toxic. It uh, doesn't get you high again. So it's non-psychoactive. You're just going to get the benefits of the CBD, which are the cannabinoids that we are missing from us producing ourselves. Right. So where does that endo, oh Lord, I'm not even going to try to say In, that. Endocannabinoid. Yeah. Where does that, like, what is that, right. what is that system? And like, how would we normally get that? If you go back, you know, man, you know, our caveman type thing, how would we normally get that in our system without so CBD? Yeah. So basically the endocannabinoid system, is just a maintenance system in our body. Uh, we, 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 the main, the endocannabinoid system, what it makes it run on, it runs on cannabinoids. Obviously it was named endocannabinoid. Endocannabinoids is what we produce. Uh, and it's like anandamide, 2-AG, uh, uh, dopamine, things like that, that make us feel good. That makes our maintenance system act at a primal level. But mm-hmm. from the stuff that we eat, you know, we, we live in urban America where we're breathing in, uh, breathing in toxics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from the stress, things like that, it makes your endocannabinoid system get out of homeostasis, just okay. meaning it makes it get off balance. Okay. So then your body is just struggling to make and produce the chemicals or components that it needs to to act at a primal level. So what the doctors have seen is that this plant makes the exact same cannabinoids that we need. So we start implementing this stuff in our body, and then our body it fixes itself. Interesting. Well, I mean – you got to think, just think about the Western diet. We've have so many things that we've introduced into our diet, you know, sugar to flour to uh, fake oil to shortening to whatever things that were predominantly part of our system, you know, for two or 300 years. Just I mean, yeah. Clemson University football team. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about Big Macs. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, so <laughs> we, we've changed, holy, change, I mean, if you believe, okay, hold on. If you're part of the uh, creation theory, then obviously for 6,000 years. But if you're part of the science, then you believe we've been around for at least 200,000 years. So but we've we've only had a small glimpse of 200, 300 years of these, mm. uh, these 
foods have been introduced into our systems who have wreaked havoc on our systems sure. genetically. Now that makes so, sense. Yeah, I mean, the endocannabinoid system is part of the nervous system, and okay. you'll you'll see any part uh, or anything that come coming from the medical community. One of the biggest killers is inflammation. Hmm. Infl- you know the the heart inflammation of the walls or the vessels or the, the arteries of the heart. Uh, where do you have pain is usually associated with inflammation. I can tell you from numerous knee surgeries, the biggest part is not the actual knee replacement is from the swelling, the inflammation from the trauma. So um, I guess that's part of the endocannabinoid. That's the reason why you have people that have flare ups with inflammation. Uh, they're helped and things yep. like that. So um, that's exactly right. And, and, you know, a lot of, a lot of the things that we deal with allergies, anything ending with itis, <laughs> uh, you know, it, 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 it is inflammation. Yeah, so right. that's literally what's causing a lot of our things. And and one another way that you can influence your endocannabinoid system to act better is obviously eating organic stuff, eating less processed stuff, uh, getting well rested, uh, you know, less stress. All these things that is are very, very, very hard to avoid mm-hmm. in in our in the world we live in now. Uh, so you know, it, it gets off uh, you know gets us off balance, which causes anxiety and many other problems. Interesting. And, and, you know, I think a lot of your viewers would actually, uh, you know, be interested in knowing that we pretty much started to get CBD first when we were babies and we were breastfeeding. Oh, wow. Uh, every, yeah. uh, there, there's natural cannabinoids in breast milk, uh, and, and they play a huge role in the development of, you know, the baby. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, that's been proven. You know, there's been studies out there where, where you have um, a child who's been nursed by the mother versus formula. And just the neurological development, but also the immune system development um, that has happened because mother's milk has so much, uh, for example, extra protein, um, extra um, immunoglobulins, which are a, uh, <laughs> which also help the yep. immune system. That's a word I can't say. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Pacific versus specific. So, but no, um, I, I no, you're that's so right. Um, I guess the American shaman. Now, what separates American shaman from you know another company out there? Not saying there's. I mean, there's obviously in a free market society, you're going to have uh, variations in quality. Just like you, you may have a, a lower end product who they may take the bottom of the barrel of scrapings for CBD oil, and then you have people uh, out there like you guys who can who maybe use a superior product. By the way, we're not getting paid for this endorsement. We just, um, we, we respect these guys and what they're doing. Not yet. Not yet. No, and we appreciate that. Um, now, now American Shaman, again, it started me taking CBD, uh, with my fighting. Uh, I had a couple of matches with, uh, Bellator. I started taking CBD for these matches. Uh, and it felt, it helped tremendously. So, so they sponsored me. American Shaman sponsored me, but then nice. I started looking into getting into the business. Obviously, Matt told you how we got together. So again, uh, I, I, but before I joined the business, I, American Shaman was the first one I talked to. So we did our due diligence and talked to five different companies. Our goal was to talk to at least four or five different companies. And we had multiple uh, meetings with five different companies. And again, this is over in, in a month. We did our due diligence. We did our research. We talked to these people and we came back to American Shaman. The reason why, this is the reason why, is because American Shaman has the proprietary formula of the water soluble. So everyone's uh, taking the oil under the tongue, which works fine. That's the first way it got introduced. 
uh, you know, uh, it's it's a way that is the original way it got introduced. So everyone started taking it under the tongue. Works great. The only thing is, you have to hold it under your tongue for a minute and a half, two minutes, two two and a half minutes to really get the full benefit uh, or to get the most out of it for under the tongue. Now, let me ask you guys this: What happens when you put water and oil together? They don't mix. It's a lot like the show. They don't mix. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They separate. So. So the research has, has shown as, as, you know, as DVD has obviously uh, upgraded, uh, so now research has shown that this water soluble is 90 to 100% more bioavailable than the traditional oil. The traditional oil, the research shows that you get from 10% up to hopefully 50 or 60%, depending how your body's going to process it, depending how long you put it on your tongue. So the cost efficiency is just a lot better. Hmm. Uh, it works faster. It lasts longer. Uh, you don't have to hold it under your tongue. You actually put it in a drink and drink it. You can put it in your coffee, lemonade, tea, anything water-based. You can Perfect. sip on it or take it like a shot. Um, again, so it's just a lot less trouble. So I guess the water soluble will pass the uh, the blood barrier, I guess, the lining. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It skips the first bypass effect. So basically, to shorten that, it skips the filters. Okay. Uh, so it gets into your system a lot, a lot easier. Um, and again, it lasts longer. So imagine you taking the oil and you, you have this oil running through your system. It's a bl- big blob of oil running through your blood. So it's harder for it to connect to your cells that are made 90% water. Hmm. Um, so now with sense. this water soluble, it's that oil, it's broken down into small particles uh, through nanotechnology. So now you have a bunch of BDs running through your blood able to attach to these cells that are 90% water. So you're getting this water-based oil, uh, a CBD oil, that's going to be, you know, obviously attaching to, to the cells that we need to get them to. I'll be honest with you. Anytime you say nanotechnology, I'm in. I'm just, I'm all about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you know that. I mean, it's just, uh, it, it's, it's, it's science. It's uh, almost common sense when you explain it to where, you know, water and, and oil don't mix. So... The water soluble is definitely the best way to go. And when people switch over, they feel the difference. They do. Mm. And, and you know, when, when Emmanuel and I were, were speaking to these companies, we were speaking to the top companies that everybody would know the names of if we said. Uh, because we wanted – the main point is we wanted the best CBD. We did not want to join a company – and compete against something that's better. We wanted to have the best CBD because we're in this to help people. We would, we want to be able to tell people that we truly believe we have the best. And it always boiled down to the water soluble. The water soluble is the future of CBD. Uh, obviously, if it's less waste and it's it hits us faster and we fill it more, it's certainly going to take over from the oil. Uh, and, and it's been amazing. The, the results uh, of people coming in telling us uh, the difference from the tincture, uh, you know, the traditional oil versus uh, when they're taking our water soluble has been amazing. We also have uh, doctors from Mercy Hospital who are literally sitting customers in here um, nice. with uh, somewhat of a prescription for American Shaman water soluble, and we couldn't be happier. Well, the, the biggest thing, you know, with people that got to realize when you say water soluble, your body, I used to own a health food store for a minute, so I, I can, <laughs> water soluble, well, you your, your body will extract as much as it needs from that. The body will pass right. out the rest of it that it doesn't need. That's the reason why you have like your, your A's, your B's, your C vitamins are all water soluble. They will, your body will absorb 
you know, for example, you can take a hundred thousand, you know, units of, of vitamin C, but your body will only absorb what it can take. Hmm. It pa- rest That's of it right. passes. That's the reason why you can't overdose on water soluble vitamins. So, hmm. for example, I, I'm sure you could probably, I wouldn't advise this because the cost of it, but I'm sure you could drink a bottle of water soluble uh, CBD oil, uh, and uh, nothing's going to happen. Is your body will. Uh, uh, absorb what it needs and what it can take hmm. in. I'm sure these guys would appreciate That's exactly right. You I'm, might feel really, really relaxed right. and, you know, go to sleep uh, and wake up well rested and, and maybe, and maybe have some uh, bathroom problems for a couple hours, <laughs> so that's yeah. etc. But, you know, Advil will stop your heart before this does. But if, <laughs> but if somebody wants to drink a bottle a day, I'm sure you guys would probably uh, be happy with them. From a business standpoint, they'll yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> have to come back. <laughs> so, one question I have is: <clears throat> this is big, and so doctors are sending uh, people and patients to you. What kind of pushback are we getting back from big pharma? Because this is clearly going to be something that could potentially put them out of business. Yeah, it's uh, you know, there's obviously going to be a little of that everywhere, but it's super. It's it's really unbelievable. Uh, even when you go around here and you see these uh, these small businesses, these pharmacies, uh, guess what? You go in there, they've got CBD in there for sale, mm-hmm. and it's 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 just amazing. But you know, of course, uh, this has to be a nightmare for some companies yeah. uh, that uh, that people are finally getting educated on the truth on what CBD can do for you and your pains, and you know what your pet your pet's separation anxiety, your, your post-traumatic stress disorder. It, it does so much. People are finally getting educated and some companies have to be devastated because, sure. you know, they've been pushing, you know, pills for so long and that's all most people know. Uh, and, and which is obviously why the, uh, cannabis plant and hemp has been demonized, uh, but you know, now it, it's, it's out in the open and people are being educated and, they're finding all natural ways to help even more than what this, these pills are doing that are harming their bodies. What are some of your biggest success stories that you've seen of people that are coming in, you know, several weeks, months later, they come back in and, and share their story. What are some of those that really impact you guys? You know, there are so many, uh, I could go on and on, but uh, I'm just going to mention this because uh, it's my grandmother and my grandpa. Uh, it's, they are truly one of our biggest success stories. Uh, they, when they come in here uh, and they get their CBD, uh, my grandfather will cry in front of our customers telling them how much relief he's mm. gotten. And it's like I paid my grandparents to do this, but <laughs> I did not do that. I did not pay for them to do that. But they're just so emotional because of what happened. He has neuropathy. Uh, he hardly, and my grandmother as well, I mean, they, they could barely walk. Uh, but my grandfather's, uh, he suffered from neuropathy really bad, uh, literally had to sit down. They had to stop going to church because they had a hard time walking back and forth. Mm. Uh, long story short, they were on 11 different medications uh, for more reasons than just the neuropathy. But mm. they were on 11 medications uh, between the two of them. Uh, what they started getting was the water-soluble and our equine ointment. It's called equine ointment just because they literally it's strong enough for a horse. Now, <laughs> when it originally came out, they were using it on race horses, but they found out 90% of the jockeys were using it for their pains. Hmm. Uh, so it is not for 
courses. It is for human, uh, for, you know, a topical cream. So my grandmother and grandpa started the water-soluble and equine ointment, just the topical cream. And through that, my grandfather, he's now mowing. He's, he's always doing something. Uh, and he will cry to me and tell me how much he loves me because of how much he's never felt this before, uh, you know, this way before. And they were very, very skeptical. And uh, they did not believe this was, you know, an oil that they drink uh, mm-hmm. and just some cream was going to help with what he's been dealing with. He's been dealing with it for years. The pills he were t- was taking was helping a little, but he was still in terrible pain. This mm-hmm. is relieving it where he's telling me he has no pain. Wow. What are, what are some other different forms of delivery to, to get the CBD? Obviously, you have the oil. I'm sure you have some other items. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we've got the oil tincture, the uh, traditional oils that you put under your tongue. We have them in capsule form and in oil form only because there are a lot of people who just like doing the oil under their tongue and, and you know, good for them. Uh, something is better than nothing, so we do offer that. We have the water-soluble in 300-milligram strength and 900-milligram strength. Uh, we also have the uh, lotions that you would just use just exactly like a regular lotion, but it has a small amount of CBD in it. Uh, a small story about that. Uh, it, it's me and five girls at my house. I may have mentioned that when oh, we were on buddy. about fill my bath. But, oh, my uh, It's me and five girls at my house. I have a 13-year-old daughter who had eczema. Uh, on her arm and she's a cheerleader at her school and it was going to ruin her life. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and uh, she, two applications of the CBD lotion that we have uh, took off this eczema from her arm. Now it did come back because she didn't keep applying it, but two applications, it did take off this eczema on my daughter's arm. It's wow. good for eczema, psoriasis, dry skin in general. We obviously have the chapstick, the face cream that, uh, you know, just a good rejuvenating face cream helps with wrinkles uh, all that kind of stuff. We have the topical oils uh, and the creams that I told you about. Also, an under eye serum that will help with uh, kind of dark circles. We we have the the vape that you would use. The uh, something to know about the vape. You can utilize that in three different ways. We have a VG Cloud vape tincture, so you can use it as a tincture under your tongue. Put it in a in a in a vape and smoke it. You know, vape it, or you can uh, also cook with it. Some people hmm. use it as somewhat of a, a sugar substitute. Hmm. It's a little sweet, and, and that way you have CBD in your food, and it's very relaxing. It's, it's, it's quite uh, – it, it's really nice. Uh, so then we also have all of the edibles, uh, the, uh, the, uh, but the brownies, the cereal treats, the, um, the snickerdoodle cookies. Gummy bears. Nasodol, which, yeah, which is uh, – Nasodol is – a CBD isolate directly up the nasal, it, it obviously allergies is typically inflammation. When you use CBD, uh, this nasodol CBD, uh, it is just incredible. It will literally open you up in two minutes. I mean, it, in my opinion, it works faster and better than a Flonase or something. But uh, again, it's all natural and it, it's truly amazing. People are loving it. But we've got oral sprays. We've got... Uh, wax that people smoke it we've got the oil concentrate we have the cbd flour uh, which is just your hemp flour that people are rolling up when you smoke or vape cbd it does hit you the fastest when it comes to like anxiety or something like that if you smoke or vape cbd and you have anxiety it will hit Hmm. you pretty quick where you will be kind of calm Hmm. 
I will say this. If if I had five women at my house, I would need the old devil's lettuce kind. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> That's the kind I'd be needing. Um, I'm going to – since nobody's listening to the show, it's just you and me. What if we get in the CBD oil sausage gravy business? Wouldn't that be great? We could put the CBD oil in the sausage gravy. Biscuit and CBD oil gravy. <laughs> No. I think you're coming up with an idea there. We may need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I get some profit. I don't care how much. I just get something. <laughs> Self- selfishly, what, awesome. selfishly, what uh, I have a nephew who is allergic to pretty much anything, including life. So <laughs> <laughs> he has such bad histamine rep- responses. What would be something for uh, you know a six year old to get them started on to uh, help with his allergy responses? Um, now, yeah, I mean, it, obviously, like we said, allergies, a lot of it comes from inflammation. Um, it, it would start with the water-soluble. Now, the water-soluble is probably the main thing uh, that we would suggest for a lot of things. Uh, it's a great preventative, too. That's this thing. It's like mm-hmm. it, 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 the more you take it, the more it builds in your system, the, the better it's going to work. So you don't build a tolerance to it like you would a THC or anything else, mm-hmm. uh, any other kind of uh, medication. So it's it's great, man. It, it, you don't you're literally getting better results as you take it every single day, like a supplement. Wow. Okay. Once so you... that's what I would suggest is putting in his you know in his drink and putting some lemonade or whatever, have him sip on it. My my nephew takes it, and he's autistic, and it's helped mm. him tremendously. Mm. Wow. Um, even the teachers the teachers didn't know he was taking it, and and they had mentioned to my sister that his behavior has been great and. Again, she ended up telling them, and uh, they suggested that that my sister would maybe have a meeting with all the parents. Because obviously, he's in a special class, you know. Sure. Um, they would have a meeting with all the parents that maybe you know for, for the other kids to be able to look into taking all this stuff. Also, because it, it's been amazing. So now, um, I'm just an amateur with CBD, so I I, I can fool everyone pretend like i know every, everything about it but i know you have different well, parts the endocannabinoid <laughs> system very well so you can just fool people with that <laughs> no but i but i know you have different qualities of qualities of oil i know that you have full spectrum which is basically the whole plant i guess is my understanding correct okay what what are the, what other categories do you have oh, so we have a full spectrum which is all the cannabinoids or the whole plant extract including the tac and then you go to a broad spectrum, which is all the cannabinoids besides the THC. So people that are worried about a drug test or drug screening uh, and the risk is too too high, then they would go with a broad spectrum. If you go with a full spectrum, uh, again, there's a low chance you fail the test, but that's, a, that's you know, on your own risk. So, um, but we never suggest it, obviously, if, if, if it's a big risk. So, and then we have CBD isolates. Uh, now, isolates is a CBD only. So you're not going to get any of the other cannabinoids. Uh, it's not the the first choice to take, you know, CBD isolate. Uh, if you're vaping it, CBD isolate is fine because it's uh, it's great for the anxiety. But the more help you get from other cannabinoids in the plant, the better it is. It amplifies the benefits tremendously. It's like having more workers trying to build a house. It just helps a lot more. Nice. Once you start. The, the process, how long does it take before you start seeing those effects? You know, you, you get you get a package day one. How long before you start seeing those effects? So it just depends what you're dealing with. If it's uh, pain, uh, you can rub the ointment and feel the effects in five, six minutes. So you feel the mm-hmm. pain subside uh, with our ointment. Our, now, our ointment has DMSO, 
which makes it different from the other ointments. Uh, the DMSO is a component that opens the pores and drives everything into the area a lot quicker. Hmm. So it has a little bit of DMSO and has 500 milligrams of CBD. So again, uh, you know, it's, it depends what you're dealing with. If you're dealing with anxiety, if you're having a panic attack at the moment, you can literally vape and within seconds you're calming down. Hmm. Uh, you can take a shot of the water soluble and within seconds or minutes you're going to be calming down. Uh, the more you take it, the 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 more uh, it builds in your system, as I said earlier. So if you're dealing with pain, uh, you'll feel the pain subside as soon as you take it. But the more you take it, the more it's going to be working against that inflammation, which mm-hmm. obviously will prevent more pain in the future. And just uh, for a side note for our listeners, DMSO is not like you know, MDMA or some ecstasy drug. DMSO is actually no. what they call dimethyl sulfoxide, which is actually – uh, oh, nice. Something. I'm sorry, I'm bringing out the big words tonight. Uh, something that actually helps yeah, penetrate. You're getting too big for us, man. That's getting a little too big for us. <laughs> but, Pacific. But DMSO, D, DMSO acts as a vehicle for the cannabinoid to actually penetrate all the skin layers to actually get to the source of the pain. Um, I just don't want people yeah. to be scared with that, just in case they heard that for the first time. So. Yeah, absolutely, and 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 also to kind of continue with answering your question. Um, Everybody's different. Uh, if you are taking this water soluble every single day and you're somebody who has chronic pain and you take pills for this or you have a hard time sleeping, everybody's so different. You may feel a, a big difference. It may take three to seven days. We're hearing back from customers saying that it took uh, the full 30 days of the entire bottle, but when they finally finished, they started to see they were actually sleeping better. Hmm. The reason is, is because everybody is so different. So hmm. what we suggest to everybody is we start them very low milligram, and then every seven days we'll add a little bit if it's needed. Once you find your milligram, you will then know how much you need to take and what, what type of bottle to get that will save you the most money. Uh, hmm. So it's really finding your milligram and and really what you're going to find it's not what you're feeling it's what i'm not feeling hmm. i'm i'm not feeling that pain in my back uh like i was last week i'm not i'm not waking up two times a night to use the restroom you know i'm not in excruciating pain whenever i step up in the morning from my feet that hmm. kind of stuff okay and there's also you know you can do also do what they call microdosing where you can take you know x amount of milligram uh, X full tincture every two to four hours. And then you kind of build yourself up to where you go, all right, I, fi- I finally have leveled off and you find your own dose. Mm-hmm. I know um, in the THC world, like uh, Rick Simpson oil and some other things, they, they like to uh, use microdosing to kind of find out what your tolerance would be and what your body deserves and, and craves. So yeah, that is exactly right. And you know what, if you ever want a job, you are hired. <laughs> oh dang good job uh, do i have to go to, do i have to go to indeed.com or can i just email you directly so <laughs> you it's a link directly and we're going to push you through <laughs> we, we have a we have a certificate for you today. <laughs> so uh you're you're the expert and i'm the moron on this tell me like do you guys need prescriptions like how does this work or is this like the the legislation to get this if if we have i mean we have listeners literally all around the world. So yeah. how, how does that work? Can I, can I get it, you know, put an order in? How does that work? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and here's the thing. It's, it's been legal for a while. The problem was it was still federally illegal. 
so, uh, you know, it, it was kind of touchy because, you know, when you have something that's legal in your state, but yet federally illegal, mm-hmm. people are still, uh, you know, that stigma is still there. So now they've just passed the bill. It is no longer federally illegal. Okay. So now, and, and like before, you've never had to have any kind of prescription for CBD. Uh, you do not have to have a medical marijuana card. That is what you, you would use at a dispensary. So anybody and everybody can go into a CBD store and, and get some education and, and try something that uh, is all natural, that is going to, uh, you know, and, and one good thing about American Shaman CBD and what Emmanuel and I offer, uh, even for you guys and your listeners, if they were ever try, if they were to try something and they felt like it wasn't uh, something that benefited them, we will give them a full refund. Oh, you wow. can at, you can actually go to www.villagewellnessdrivethrough.com and purchase online and have it shipped directly to your house. Perfect. I'm just going to say your marketing on that is probably a little off. Maybe like the best CBD oil possible on the planet.com. Was that taken? <laughs> no, just asking. I, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Actually, American Shaman has uh, kind of their slogan is uh, the most powerful CBD available. Okay. Dot com. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So give our listeners that, that email or that uh, that website one more time. Yeah, no problem. Uh, it is uh, www.villagewellnessdrivethrough.com, and that is T-H-R-U.com. Well, I- I'm excited. I'm, I, You know, again, for our listeners who, who love Jesus, guys, this is okay. It's all right, you know. Yeah. You can yeah. try it. It's not It's not going to scare you. It's not going to be the bad stuff. It's not the old devil's lettuce, as, as they said in church. <laughs> yeah. Like this is the stuff exactly. that you can and, use. And a home. lot of people are skeptical and, and that's, and that's reasonable, you know, but again, it's very safe, non-toxic. This could be from, uh, we recommend, you know, anybody with any kind of inflammation. So allergies, um, it can be from an athlete, a person as an o- older, elderly person. So it could be for a grandma, it could be for a sister, it could be for a mom, it could be for anyone can use this stuff. So yeah, definitely come see us. Awesome. But also like I, I'm, you know, I have a sneaky suspicion of probably, you know, most of you any traffic you get from us will be online. So will you put it in a discreet package? <laughs> that way they don't have to have their judgy neighbor looking at them, uh, you know, from, uh, from afar going, Oh no, aunt Betty got mm. CBDs. Yeah. So it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, nobody has to worry about anything like that. It, we actually have a lab and uh, a chemist. <laughs> and so it will come from the lab and it's certainly, uh, looks just like you were to maybe buy something at a at a, a, a clothing store. It is just normally uh, there's nothing bright on there that says CBD. <laughs> yeah, it, it just has a bunch of marijuana leaf stamped all over it. <laughs> yeah, so, so, uh, nailed it. No, well, it absolutely does not. So who, who's uh, doing your marketing, you know, it, by the way? <laughs> what yeah, I, really. I'm gonna start. And, and at our store, at our store again, uh, it, it's on Britain and North May in Oklahoma City. Uh, it's the northeast corner of Britain and May. And inside our store, we wanted to make it uh, very well known that we didn't want this to be uh, a marijuana store. A head, we a have shop, no yeah. marijuana leaves. You know, mm. we don't promote that. We are not uh, promoting uh, people who are going out and misusing it. We are trying to help people who have 
problems that need this as a, a medicinal and, and they're not wanting to get high. We have uh, children, we have jobs, Not you can't go around smoking marijuana all the time. Mm-hmm. People will say all the time, I smoke marijuana so I don't need CBD. That, that when you're smoking marijuana, you are not, you, you're not getting the benefits that mm-hmm. you are when you are taking CBD. When you're, when you're smoking uh, marijuana, it's high CBD, very, very low CBD. When you're when you're using CBD, you're obviously getting very high CBD, and it's uh, it's known that CBD it has more medicinal properties than THC. THC just got popular because that's what was getting people high. Sure. So even people who smoke and they say this that's not for me because I smoke, this is actually more. Uh, there's more benefits in taking CBD than if you do that. So it, it's truly just uh, all all around helping people in so many ways. Hmm. Well, guys, um, man, I really appreciate you guys coming on. This has been a, probably an interview and a making for about a month now. Mm-hmm. So we appreciate that you guys are able to connect with us this time. Very informative. Yeah. Um, I hopefully we, we can have you. you yeah. Hopefully we can have a round two and maybe kind of dive a little uh, more into the mechanisms. But I uh, just definitely yeah. wanted to promote your new business, yeah. and uh, hopefully our listeners will go out there. We'll post the uh, website on the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you're in the Oklahoma City area or surrounding, please visit their location. And, um, yeah, just privilege of having an opportunity to speak with you guys. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. Again, uh, again, uh, you guys had us on with uh, Fill My Basket and – we couldn't have uh, we couldn't thank you guys enough, and then for having us on again today, just to kind of educate people about what CBD can do. Uh, so, for people who are listening right now, definitely reach out to us. We're on social media. Uh, you can look at us on Facebook, uh, American Shaman CBD OKC in the Village, uh, Instagram. You can also follow us. Uh, our our telephone number. If you have any questions or if we can help in any way, please. Uh, just call us. Our phone number is 405-753-9456. And certainly check out Fill My Basket. That's fillmybasket.org. Uh, and uh, and El Punisher, uh, again, this guy, he's he's amazing. He's not going to say anything because he's, he's humble. But you, you need to Google this guy and look this guy up. Uh, E-Man, Emmanuel Rivera. He's a, he's a very, very good fighter, but very humble. And, and you know, again, guys, we, we can't thank you enough. Well, I'm just going, I'm going to come to Oklahoma city with a manual and just try to pick fights and then be like, all right, I'll step in. <laughs> you, you, you also mentioned, was it one, three, one, three, four flags. Was that it? One, three, five, one, three, five, one, three, five flagworks.com. That's my brother's, uh, flag work. It's custom veteran flags woodwork. Uh, you have to check that out. Uh, and, and he would love to talk to you guys, to be honest, because when you see what he's doing, uh, he's known as the best wood uh, flag maker around. So check him out. Uh, and even for the listeners, he's Absolutely. really, really an awesome guy, and he does great work. Absolutely. Very cool. Uh, one one last question. Who do you got on the fight this weekend? Because I need to make some money. Yeah. Who do you got on the what? Who do you got on the fight? Who's, who's, who's oh, the fight? Uh, man, uh, I think he did Dillashaw. We'll take that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we're sport we're sport booking this I need, weekend. I need so. a bookie, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all thanks, right, guys. guys. Hey, well, yeah, thank you so much, guys. Again. All right. Well, I tell you what, I have learned so much about CBD oil. I, I, when I walked into the studio today, 
I had no idea what to expect. You, but, man, you just thought it was three initials for something. Yeah, I had no idea what it was. Yeah. But, um, man, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, actually. Uh, but anyway, we, uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in as always. Please go to our Facebook at Southern Fry Philosophy. You can also go to our Twitters and Instagram at SFP Radio. Go to our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash SFP Radio. Most importantly, you can find us on the iTunes, the Google Play, the Stitcher, uh, Spotify, iHeart app, uh, pretty much anywhere you listen to any podcast, mm-hmm. you can find us. Please give us a subscribe, a like, a review. Share your favorite episodes. We love you guys. As always, keep looking up.